Well, I'm I'm on on the the Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Well, welcome to the Winning Side podcast today. I'm Daniel Manis. Pastor Coburnett is going to be back this evening for the Wednesday evening service, but he's out for the day. Hope that you're having a great day wherever you're listening from, whether it's on Facebook, whether it's on YouTube, whether it's by way of radio or the podcast. Uh, thank you for taking the time to join us today, and we hope that what we share will be an encouragement to you. Uh, we are looking forward to the Wednesday evening service tonight, but before we talk about that, we do have a few birthdays and anniversaries. I want to say happy anniversary to Tommy and Yolanda Hedgepeth today. Hope that you're having a great day together. And then also, happy birthday to Miss Odell Holiday. Boy, we sure are thankful for her here at Victory Baptist Church. There's so many things as our church secretary. Uh, she's been a personal encouragement and blessing to me as I just moved here a few weeks ago. Uh, happy birthday also to Kylie Coburnett and then also uh, Desiree Lassatier as well. Uh, happy birthday. Hope that you have a great day as well. Uh, as I mentioned, we are excited and we are looking forward to the Wednesday evening service here. Uh, all that's taking place on the campus of Victory Baptist Church. Uh, we have master clubs for the kids, a great way to help them understand God's Word, but also grow in biblical principles. And then, of course, our study in the book of Revelation. Uh, Pastor Coburnett has been taking us through that uh, study for several weeks now, several uh, months now, and it's been quite a blessing. Uh, some people look at the book of Revelation and they say uh, it's a complicated book. It's a difficult one to understand, and it can be in some ways. Uh, but he's done a great job breaking it down verse by verse, uh, showing us that it really is all about Jesus Christ. Uh, if you haven't heard those messages, I would encourage you to go back and listen to them on YouTube. Uh, or if you would, we'd love to have you join us tonight. If you don't already have plans for church, we'd love to have you here. Join us at that Bible study and also the prayer meeting as well. Uh, and then as well, we have the Teens for Target tonight. Uh, Victory has something for every age and stage of life. Uh, Brother Nathan takes them through the Word of God, uh, showing them how it applies to their life right where they are uh, right now in their current circumstances. Uh, if we can be an encouragement to you in any way here at the church, we'd love to do that. Uh, we'd love to have you, like I said, if you haven't made plans already uh, for this evening's service. Uh, in just a few moments, we're going to be in the book of Philippians, Philippians chapter 3, for a brief devotional. Uh, but until then, I hope you'll enjoy this song. There are those who are gone today, the fathers of our faith. They ran their course, they kept the faith, they finished the race. But now it's our time to approach the starting line and keep our gaze upon Jesus Christ. Jesus, you can keep the faith, determined to press on, though the road is hard and the journey may seem long, you can press on. Though the road won't always be a smooth and steady street. 
And the devil's snares will seem to block your way There is nothing you can do Where God's strength won't help you through And when you think you can't go on You'll hear him say Jesus, you can keep the faith, determined to press on, though the road is hard and the journey may seem long, you can press on. God never said it would be easy, He only said He'd light your way, and when you cross the starting line, you'll hear the Determined to press on Though the road is hard And the journey may seem long Though the road is hard You can press on You can press on Well, I hope that you enjoyed that song. Uh, we are in Philippians chapter 3. Just for a few moments here, I uh, hope this thought will be an encouragement to you as it has been an encouragement to me. You know, there are many different analogies in the Word of God to show what the Christian life is like. The Christian life is often seen as uh, being a matter of warfare. Uh, we're in a battle as Christians, and we're to put on the whole armor of God. Uh, the Christian life oftentimes and Christian principles are referred to in the area of gardening and botany and as a tree. Uh, the book of Psalms talks about as a tree growing, being planted by the rivers of water. Uh, throughout the Word of God, we see many different metaphors and analogies to, to represent the Christian life. One of my personal favorites is the Christian life as a race. Uh, we are in a race of life. Uh, the Christian life is a race. Now, when does this race start, the Christian life? It uh, starts, number one, when you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ as your Savior. Uh, we all had a day that we started running this race. And some of us at this point in our life, some of us may be at the last lap of our race. Some of us may be in the middle of our race. Some of us, maybe you just got saved recently. You're at the beginning of your race. But no matter what part of the race that you're in, you would agree with me. You want to run the race well. Nobody begins the Christian life. Nobody begins running for Jesus and says, I want to fail in this race. I, I don't want to succeed in this race. No, we want to win this race. Now, here's the thing. Are we competing with other Christians? No. This race is not a competition between others. The goal of this race is to run well for Jesus. Uh, how can we be sure that we run well for Jesus? We're going to learn from the Apostle Paul here this afternoon, here in the book of Philippians, chapter 3. I'm reading here in verse number 13. Brethren, he's talking to Christians here. I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Number one, if we are to run well for our Jesus, we must not be content with where we are right now. Hey, don't be content with where you are right now. 
You say, Daniel, what do you mean? I thought the Bible said we're supposed to be content. The Bible does say we're supposed to be content. Actually, in the book of Timothy, it says, uh, godliness uh, with contentment is great gain. In Hebrews 13, 5, it says, let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have, for he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Sure, we're supposed to be content. But the content that he's talking about here in this portion of scripture is not one of our circumstances. It's not one of our possessions. It's not one of our uh, position. But this idea of being content is in a relation to where we are spiritually right now. Notice what the Apostle Paul said. He said, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended. What's he saying? I haven't yet reached the mark. He's saying, I haven't arrived as a believer. I'm not perfect. I have some mistakes in my life. I have some mess ups in my life. I'm not yet quite like Jesus Christ. He's saying, I haven't reached my completion. He said, I'm not content with where I am right now spiritually. Oh, I think one of the greatest dangers in our life as a Christian is when we think that we've arrived. When we think that we've gotten to the point where we do not have to grow anymore. One person put it this way in the area of leadership. When, when you stop growing, that's when your leadership starts dying. If we aren't always seeking for growth, we'll start going backwards. The Apostle Paul says here, I, 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 I don't apprehend this. I have I, I count not myself to apprehend it. I haven't yet reached the mark that I'm pushing towards. Oh, we all understand that we have something we can work on. We can be better in some other area. We shouldn't be content with where we are right now, but be seeking for growth. Number one, we shouldn't be content with where we are right now. But then number two, don't be focused on the past. Don't be focused on the past. Notice what he says here. But this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. What's he talking about there? He's talking about his former life. He says, forgetting those things which are behind, those things in his past. Oh, he realized that if he was going to run well for Jesus, there were some things that we were going to have to, he's going to have to let go of. Some things that had the potential to hold him back from being the best he could be for God. One of those things is an understanding of his past life, uh, the guilt that went alongside of the way he used to live. Who was Paul before this? He said of himself in the book of Timothy, I was before a blasphemer and a persecutor and an injurious. Uh, he was an individual, you remember, before the road to Damascus. He, he went about persecuting believers, killing God's people. Jesus said unto him, uh, Paul, Paul, why persecutest thou me? Oh, he was responsible for the death of children. He was responsible for the death of families. He was responsible for the death of so many people who loved God prior to his conversion. Oh, you better believe that weighed on him at some points. You better believe that was something that he had a hard time dealing with, what he had done in his past. But here's what he said, forgetting those things which are behind. Was Paul going to sit back and focus on his faults of the past? No. He was going to look at the potential of the future. Could I say one of the greatest hindrances in moving forward as a Christian can be a focus on our past failures. Uh, nobody listening at this moment is perfect. Uh, nobody has it all together. And if we're not careful, we'll allow a focus on our inadequacies to prevent us from running well in the future and in the present. Uh, shame is not from God. Shame is from Satan. Now, what's from God? Convictions from God. Oh, I don't know about you, but I sure am thankful for conviction. I sure am thankful for how the Holy Spirit will show me the areas of my life that I need to work on. Uh, he's, uh, God has, uses his word. God uses preaching. 
Uh, God uses uh, other believers to help show us areas that we need to improve in. That's conviction. Uh, it's good to be convicted. I'm thankful to go to a church where I'm convicted regularly. Uh, we ought to be in a place where we're not just hearing good things, but we're also uh, seeing ourselves clearly in light of God's Word. But not only is conviction a good thing, it's a good thing we respond to that conviction. What's the Bible say? If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive, to forgive us of those sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So conviction's from God, but here's not what's from God. Shame is not from God. The devil is the master of shame. The devil will get you to look back to your past and show you all that you've done that's wrong. He'll get you to look back and, and show you all that you've messed up in. Whether it was 50 years ago or whether it was five minutes ago, he'll get you to look at those things and feel bad about yourself. Dear friend, don't look back at your past failures. Don't look back at your past sins. Oh, if you must look back, look all the way back to the cross of Calvary where Jesus said that I'll take care of it all, I'll finish it all, where he paid for those sins on the cross. One of the greatest hindrances can be a shame of looking back at the past. If we're not careful, we'll focus on our weaknesses, and, and that will keep us from running well in the future. The Bible puts it this way in the book of Proverbs. A just man falleth seven times and riseth up again. He rises up again. He doesn't stay in the place of discouragement, but he gets up again and he tries his best for the future. Can you change anything in the past? There's not much you can. Can you change anything about your past failures? There's not much you can do. But here's what we can do. We can determine that we're going to move forward by the grace of God and in the forgiveness of God. Maybe you haven't been as consistent in your devotions this year as you would have wanted to be. Hey, don't, don't be discouraged about that. Don't feel bad about that. Hey, confess it to God and determine tomorrow I'm going to get up and start doing my devotions. Maybe you haven't been as patient with your kids and with your family as you would like to be. Maybe your temper's got to you here and there. There's not a lot you can do about that. It's in the past. But let it stay there in the past. Uh, determine you're going to live different in the present and in the future. Maybe you haven't been as faithful to church as you wanted to be. Uh, you said you were going to be at one point, and you used to be, but you've gotten out of the habit of it, the routine of it. Uh, don't be discouraged about that. Don't feel shame because of that. Hey, it's in the past. Put it there. Leave it there. Put it under the blood and determine that you're going to go forward in the future. Maybe you, you haven't controlled your frustration and the stress of your job has been getting to you and impacting your relationships with other people. Oh, I know you maybe feel guilty about it, but hey, uh, don't let it influence the present. Uh, put it in the past and look towards the future knowing that God has forgiven it and you can live in victory. Uh, we don't have to focus on the past. Notice what the Apostle Paul says here. Forgetting those things which are behind, and here's what he said, reaching forth unto those things which are before Number one, what was our point? Uh, we are not to be content with where we are. Understand we have growth. Number two, forget about those things in the past. And then number three, here it is. We're to look towards the future. Look towards Jesus in our future and determine to live for him. Notice, I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. What's he saying here? I have one focus. I have one goal. I have some intentionality with the way I live my life. And here it is. I want to be like Jesus Christ. I want to be conformed to the image of Christ. And day by day, my prayer is that God would make me more like his son. Oh, if we just keep our focus on Jesus, everything else would fall into place. You know how we become the best church member that we can be? We try to be like Jesus. You know how we become the best parent that we can be? We try to be like Jesus. 
You know how we become the, the best co-worker and the best witness for Christ out in our community? We do our best to be like Jesus. As we look towards him, a laser focus, here's what happens. We're motivated by the desire to be like Jesus. And then as we are motivated by that desire to be like Jesus, his work and his will is shown through our lives. And when we get to the end of our race, we'll be able to say, as the Apostle Paul said, that we ran well. Was it a perfect race? No. But here's the thing. In the eyes of God through Jesus Christ, he says, you ran well because of my son. And because we are on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.